Hashtag SAFM Sound Awake. Welcome back, uh, St. Francis Tolong. Welcome to the show. We're very curious to find out uh, and learn new words, especially the likes of, uh, you know, uh, Nestle partnering and uh, with an organization called Polyolefin. What is Polyolefin? Good morning, Zai, and uh, good morning to all the early risers this morning. Um, so uh, polyolefin uh, is a collective term for kind of uh, plastic family. Um, so the, the most common uh, polyolefins uh, are, are those that use the polymers of polypropylene, so PP, and polyethylene. So just to, to maybe mm. simplify it, you've probably heard, uh, you know, the term polystyrene and you uh, can visually, you know, imagine a polystyrene uh, uh, container, which is usually uh, used for uh, food, uh, you know, takeaway. So that's mm. polystyrene. So uh, a polyolefin refers to a, a different type of polymer, which then, um, you know, constitutes a, a, a kind of plastic. And so the most common uh, under the polyolefin family is uh, polypropylene, PP, and uh, polyethylene. Okay, so it revolves around a lot of plastic. Now, Nestle wants to facilitate plastic recycling. Or how is this going to pan out? How is it going to work? What are they going to do? Sure. So, um, Zai, we've made global uh, commitments, uh, particularly around, um, you know, our sustainable packaging journey. Uh, And those are really premised around, you know, the fact that um, plastic packaging as a material uh, is, is particularly, you know, harmful towards the environment in, in many different ways. Um, the fact that, you know, recycling rates uh, across the world are very low. Um, the fact that we've created a culture um, over the years systemically of, uh, you know, relying on plastic packaging. And uh, that reliance is because uh, plastic packaging in itself as a, as a packaging material type is, is very reliable and is durable. Uh, and over the years has become incredibly cheap to produce. Mm. Now, within that context, um, you know, as a as a big corporation, as the biggest food and beverage company in the world, uh, we've obviously, you know, had to rethink um, plastic packaging in its entirety. Um, the world is, you know, going through a paradigm shift where we are now starting to fully appreciate the, the effects of plastic packaging on the environment. And the call to action for companies such as Nestle and others uh, is to, one, review uh, and, and make commitments where we're reducing our plastic packaging, but in the same breath, realizing that this is going to be a long, uh, transformative journey. Um, and in the interim, we can also then focus on collection and recycling of that plastic um, packaging material to then limit the impact that uh, that would have on the environment. And I think this is admirable in the fact that we look at our oceans and we look at our planet and it's totally being decimated. And yes, plastic is one of those uh, products. And and Nestle being a company that's uh, mainly in the food industry, and yes, plastic is used quite a bit. What would then be the next option? Yes, and, and, you know, particularly from a food perspective, um, you, you know, Food companies want to guarantee the uh, safety and quality of the product. We want to guarantee shelf life. And and so plastic as a packaging material has served that purpose incredibly well over the years. But to your point, um, we need to start thinking, um, uh, you know, around alternatives. So 
um, there are there are many different uh, uh, you know startups taking shape. There are uh, different innovators coming up with um, you know different packaging solutions, innovations to packaging solutions. Mm. So um, biodegradable and biomass plastic. Um, so this would be plastic that um, if it does get into the environment. Um, is a biomass and so it can degrade uh, without any sort of harmful resins or, or toxins that leach into the environment. Um, there are there are, you know ways in which uh, packaging material is really uh, you know being designed from a biomimicry perspective. So how can it best emulate uh, uh, nature? And how can we use nature as a source of inspiration in designing? So those are some of the um, alternatives that. Um, you know, I said we need to start thinking about. I think companies like Nestle are already thinking about that. Um, in 2019, um, Nestle launched the first um, of its type, uh, a packaging um, institute, um, where these are really uh, smart scientists working uh, around the clock to find these innovations. Um, it's one thing to find the innovations. It's also another challenge to then scale it and take it to market and build markets around that. Um, and so that's that's particularly some of the work that the uh, Nestle Institute of Packaging Sciences, um, headquartered in, in Switzerland, is is working uh, around finding these innovations, partnering um, with other companies, partnering with um, you know technical experts, um, not only within the Nestle network but also externally because collaboration is important as well. And after years and years of using plastic with the alternative packing materials, now who absorbs that cost? So, so the cost, obviously, um, you know, I'll touch a little bit on the extended producer responsibility uh, legislation that has just uh, was signed into law uh, in, in the 5th of September 2020, uh, which then um, is a legislation that puts the, the onus on the um, brand owners or the producers to then manage the post-consumer waste um, of that packaging material. And so... so legislation such as, you know, the extended producer responsibility puts that responsibility on brand owners. So, you know, when we're talking about costs and the uh, and, and the rands and, and, and the cents, mm. that would then be the, the onus on, on manufacturers. And, and that's particularly um, where I think our, our uh, you know, partnership and joining uh, Polico uh, comes into, into play, where <clears throat> Polico as an organization that is um, you know, it, it's called the Producer Responsibility Organization. Um, and they're tasked with really a, a particular packaging material. So in this case, they focus on polyolefins. Um, they then, you know, really build initiatives to collect uh, the packaging material uh, on behalf of producers. So like ourselves, we, we partner, we, we work with them, we provide um, the you know the financial in- incentive to do so um, through membership fee, and uh, and so not only the collection but also the recycling of that particular packaging material. And so um, now that the extended producer responsibility um, uh, legislation, uh, sorry, I beg your pardon, the extended producer responsibility legislation has now um, you know been signed into law, and by uh, November of this year. Uh, it will be mandatory for producers to join, um, you know, these different uh, producer responsibility organisations, um, depending on the packaging material types that they're responsible for and that they produce. Uh, but from, from an essay perspective, we 
um, had already been a voluntary members of different other uh, PROs, producer responsibility organizations, uh, and Polycode, the uh, conversation started well before um, the legislation was uh, uh, was uh, um, signed into law uh, in December of 2020. So we we have uh, always, even if in in in, in in the absence of the legislation, we would have still um, joined Polyco because we strongly believe that uh, partnership and collaboration is a very important uh, cog uh, in terms of you know being part of the solution um, to to uh, you know recycling uh, and, and at least minimising the um, the threat of plastic packaging um, ending up in landfill. Hmm. Nothing sounds more clearer than being part of the solution than being part of the problem. Well done to Nestle, first food company, to join Polico uh, to reduce waste. I think that's exceptional. And uh, I'm sure St. Francis will have a bigger roadmap ahead and we want to track this progress later <laughs> down the line. Look, it's, it's, it's a very um, ambitious roadmap that you're on. And you're right, it is a journey, but uh, the commitment that... Uh, we have as an organization towards a waste-free future uh, is inspiring. Um, it definitely gives uh, individuals, including myself within the company, um, you know, the pride to keep going forward, to find solutions, to find innovations in the marketplace. Um, and in fact, just uh, um, two weeks ago, we announced that uh, Nestle Smarties I was moving to paper packaging, uh, which is the first global uh, confectionery brand to do so. Uh, and, and many other different initiatives that really bring to life um, what we call the Resustainability Initiative. Rethink, reduce, and repurpose. Those are the pillars that inform our sustainability um, initiatives, particularly in our region. And we're so excited to see some of the work that we're doing and uh, hopefully share a little bit more with uh, with the public and consumers as well. And I'll still be able to enjoy my favorite Smarties with the exact same <laughs> taste that I'm used to, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Just the packaging <laughs> is more repurposed and recycled. Absolutely. Much friendlier to the environment. So, yes, that that's part of the work that we are advancing now. With all our brands, loved brands, making sure that they're also reflection on uh, you know the added responsibility towards the environment. Well, I can't wait to see it on the shelves. Thank you so much, St. Francis Tolang, here, right here, who's the Corporate Communications and Public Affairs Director at Nestle East and Southern Africa Region.